This is The E-Commerce Leader, a show just for you, the owner of a thriving online business. In this bite-sized episode, Jason and Kyle share a practical tip that every e-commerce leader should know. Let's jump in. A couple topics that I think we're going to touch on today, but the first one is kind of going to take up the bulk of our time, I believe. And that will be on blogging for e-commerce. Now, oftentimes, I don't think e-commerce sellers think about blogging in terms of um, a a real effective way to generate revenue, but they're they're wrong. I think that's what you're going to kind of, uh, (laughs) I think that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, that would be be a mistake. And so kind of give us a little bit of an overview, walk us through kind of your take on it. What, what you've been doing, um, which I'd love to get yeah. into as well. Yeah. Well, you know, if you're not familiar, you're just watching this, then um, every month Kyle and I have a specific training topic. Um, and so this month, January 2018, is uh, blogging for e-commerce is the topic. And so, yeah, I'm pumped about it. Um, blogging to me has been a passion for a long time. And uh, so, I, you know, even before we had an e-commerce business, I was interested in just writing. And so interested in the idea of blogging. Now, you know, I get the fact that some people aren't into writing. It's a labor for them. Other people, it's like a compulsion and they want to do it. So, um, but nonetheless, once we got into the e-commerce business and um, it didn't take very long for me to realize that we could actually use blogging for very specific tactical reasons. And so, uh, yeah, let's talk through some of those. And then Uh, To the extent that you're in our inner circle and you're watching this, then you'll get all this training. If you are watching this later, the way we do this is we do a training topic with our inner circle, and um, then we publish it on Udemy as a training class um, in the future. And so, uh, you know, you'll get this content in full, the complete training, um, if you follow either one of those tracks with us. And uh, so let's, yeah, yeah, I'd love to talk about blogging for e-commerce um, how it works, my thoughts and opinions, how we're going to structure this training a little bit. So what do you want to know, man? I love it. So typically when I think about traffic um, or when you think about blogging in general, you're kind of thinking about it from an SEO perspective. So how yeah. do you kind of marry the content development and the SEO uh, piece of that? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, so it's a good question. So the, when you think about blogging, you think SEO, so that, so call that a use case right. for blogging, right? So the sure. use case in your mind right. for blogging on a e-commerce website is uh, search engine optimization. By that, you mean traffic from the search right. engine, right? So traffic right, strategy right. from the search engine. So that's one use case. Um, so we talked through that one, but there are a couple others we could talk about as well. Um, that use nice. case for SEO, the use case then is um, if you look at traffic, you've got two big audiences that potentially could come to your site. One is new customers or, or new visitors, mm-hmm. and the other is returning. There are only two. <laughs> That's pretty binary. That's right? true. They're That's either new true. or they're returning. I like that. And um, so then the question is, how do you create content on a blog that search engines will either like or love and hopefully not hate mm-hmm in association with the specific keywords related to your product. And so this is, um, this is not rocket science, you know, I mean, you could pick any topic, any product topic and say to yourself, okay, there's a, a very simple path for 
writing related to that topic so that when people are on Google, um, you know, they, they would type in a phrase in association mm-hmm. with that product and it would, they would come up and the, and yep. some of that is different for new uh, prospective customers versus returning. And how you do that is a function, not only of how well you can write stuff, but also the, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm what you might call a emotionally a driven. <laughs> oh, I thought you were like a writing machine. You're just like cranking out content. I'm what you call a cyborg. No, um, I'm, what you, <laughs> I'm what you call an emotionally based um, and an impulsive writer where I get a topic I'm passionate about and I write about it because I'm writing from the emotion of just passion for the topic. Other people are very more engineer-like in their approach to blogging where they'll say, okay, you know, like an engineer would say, what are the hundred most important keywords in connection to my product, my market, my niche, my customer, and how do I intelligently go through that list and create an engineered set of articles that support um, you know, the use case for those. And then so that I've got an awesome article when like pick a, pick a topic. Like, um, I mean, I, I'm looking in my, over my, <laughs> I'm looking out over my vast property right now. <laughs> vast property. By that, I mean the uh, green belt behind my house <laughs> and uh, it's not my property. And, um, but I think to myself, okay, what's a topic for like, if I owned a business that was focused on, Uh, blackberry abatement blackberry bush abatement and i have some product for that well then i put myself put my thinking cap on and say to myself okay for search engine optimization purposes how do i find the phrases that people would be searching for related to blackberry um, you know eradication and how do i write standalone articles that use those keywords so that the search engines know that my site is about that topic and you'd be surprised how often people have e-commerce sites. And if you just look at their, at the keywords associated with their site, like the commonly used words, it doesn't even match their product. Right. You know? right. So it's like, how is the robot at Google headquarters in Mountain View, California, supposed to know that you are selling, you know, a BlackBerry eradication product? if you don't have a lot of keywords on your site associated with that. So that's, that's a few thoughts about True. SEO related, related work. Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned, so actually let me back that up. Cause I think that's pretty interesting because if you have sort of this process in place based on keywords that you want to have on your site to, to uh, capture that search uh, traffic, hopefully. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then I do think that it's important that you write from, and you can take that and write that from a place of like passion. But I think in what you were describing too, it just is your writing style is I think that there's a, there's a need for both of those. Like there needs to be kind of a a systematic approach for particular keywords, but there also, I think needs to be something that's just written passionately by the owner or the product creator or something that just, that captures the emotion of the potential uh, visitors to the site. Totally. hundred percent. I think, how, yeah. how you how you kind of describe that makes a lot of sense to me. And I think both are kind of necessary as part of your content strategy. Yeah, totally. Because, you know, that whole topic of like, do what you love, sell what you love, be, be passionate right. about your product or whatever. The um, there there 
it's almost like you're playing poker with customers and they don't know if you're really passionate about your topic or not, but there are times when you tip your hand. And one of the times you tip your hand is the volume of how to educational, interesting thematic topic that's written on your website. And if you go to an e-commerce website and there's just no, there's just nothing there in terms of the founders, uh, you know, content concepts right, 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 right. you say to yourself i mean is this a, just a cheapo you know ten dollar you know website somebody mm-hmm. made but if you go to a site and right. you read the about me comments like here's all the ways in which i'm passionate about this topic right you know? and the other piece on that that, that where um business owners really fall down in their thinking is you know when when i start to talk about blogging sometimes their first comment is, how do I find a freelancer to write all my blog articles for me? And can I do that for $4? Right, right. is, can I, do I have to spend $5 or can I spend $4 to get a 400-word exactly. article from my website? Well, um, I hate to break the news. I'll do it, I'll do it, to a, I'll do it for you for a dollar, but I'm allowing me to use the spinner. And I'm just going to like jumble words together and throw, give them back to you, right? Like, I mean, there's literally software that does that where they just scramble. It's like they suck a bunch of words inside of a blender and they turned it on and it just kind of threw it together and like, okay, here you go. Yeah. This is your SEO article. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I hate to break the bad news to people, but the dump the Scrabble box upside down or hire the, you know, the VA from the Philippines to write you a hundred articles for, you know, $10. It's just, you know, customers just see through it and uh, it, yeah. it, it just, it, it's not the uh, ideal outcome. So, but you know, one of the things you have to resolve is how are you going to do the writing and what are you going to write about? And um, right. that, right. system. yeah. Yeah. So, so it, in the training that we're going to cover this month, are we going to talk about process and how to kind of define building out a plan to do that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, very cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, you, this is a trade skill and just like right. other trade skill, if like, if I was like, Hey Kyle, you want to be a journeyman electrician? I'm like, okay. Okay. Here's just show like, up. Yeah, I'll, I'll wire your house tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. It may burn to the ground, yeah. but I will wire that thing up. But not if you use right. our process. So, so this is a trade skill, exactly. a specific process. Right. So the training we're doing this month will be a step-by-step. Here's how to approach the topic. Here's how to start on day one. Here's how to do it most efficiently. Here are mistakes to avoid. Right. Here are the, the use cases or reasons for blogging in support of e-commerce. Yeah, really, yep. I would say, call this a, I don't know, a, a, a trade skill level. Yeah. Like no, no hype. I don't, I don't, we're not into right. like, hey, you could make a million dollars if you blog twice. Like that kind of stuff won't fly. But no. It, but there's a, definitely a systematic approach to this that everyone could be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think for me, there, there's definitely this love hate relationship with blogging because it is put in a lot of time at the beginning and you just kind of basically like consistently chug away at it. Right. But then the hope is, is that as you develop that core of sort of core amount of content that gets ranked and gets get visibility, you start to gain all of that organic traffic that, and, and that's the cheapest traffic you can possibly 
get it and, best, and it's yeah. sustainable and hopefully long-term. Yeah. Yeah. And sustainable and long-term and, and that that's really, really good. So I think this is an important concept because it's easy for, um, for site owners and to just be like, okay, I just got to do paid traffic because I got to drive sales. And that, and that's nothing wrong with that. If your right. margins are good and, and you're committed to learning that process and developing that trade. However, there comes a point in time, I think, where you're trying to lower your overall customer acquisition cost. And if you can master the content aspect of it and the content marketing and the blogging, then over time that that customer acquisition cost will go down and that will be one of the goals. So now it's it's a function of are you willing to start practicing and getting developing that skill set now, yeah. even though you still may be relying on paid traffic. Yeah. But if you start now and you start to develop it, it'll pay off in the long run. I think that's something that I tend to kind of not really pay much attention to, but I probably should based on well, money, what we're money is a, talking yeah. about. Money is a shortcut. So, right. you know, like if sure. you're, bro- it's almost better if you're broke. Like if you say, right. I right. have no money for my e-commerce business to do marketing, how could I get um, 10,000 visitors to my site? Um, you know, in an <coughs> ongoing way, I would say start blogging and start podcasting and start, you know, vlogging you know, um, start the organic social, but the, you know, the top drivers of traffic on the internet are, and this is, this is longstanding truth, right? The top one, the top one is organic search. Well, so blogging is a direct tap in to that opportunity and it's free. So, Mm -hmm. and it is the top driver on the internet of traffic. So organic search, direct typing of the URL is the second one where people just say, Oh, I know Lita art supplies where I want to get for this product. I, I know where I'm going on the internet, typing it into the URL. I don't even search for anything. Um, third mm-hmm. one's Facebook. And obviously when you blog, you have, you know, Facebook is a, a supplemental kind of distribution system for your blogs. And then the fourth one is Pinterest Definitely. and Pinterest is literally like uh, crack for your search traffic. I mean, Pinterest is so incredibly valuable to traffic strategies. I don't even, it's just, yeah, I, there is no, there is no better strategy. So those top sources of traffic, um, paid traffic will, it's just not, I mean, if you have money, that's cool. Blow your money if you need to, but ideally you'll have a a strategy for the free, you know, search engine, um, and a free social sharing content through blogging. And then if you have money to spend on advertising, you supplement. Yeah. But just to go straight to advertising, yeah, that makes, makes missing sense. a huge, huge opportunity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I want to back up and talk a little bit about the difference between writing and building content for acquiring new customers, but also communicating with those returning customers and bringing them back to your site. Yeah. Um, do you have any insight on that? And I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. Cause I think you guys have done a really good job of returning people to your site and made that kind of a part of your brand and part of their, the, the ritual of just returning to the site. So I'd, I'd like to hear about that. Yeah. So for us, that's a big uh, metric. And so we try it, we're trying to grow. Uh, we'll generally have in any given month, we'll have about uh, 25% new visitors and about 75% returning visitors. So that's, that's our a crazy number. Is it? I think so. I think if you were to think about it, I think if getting that many returning visitors yeah. back to your site, I think that's pretty impressive. Um, most times, especially for e-commerce, right? It's just a one and done. You go, they, they either buy it or they bounce and you have to go try to reacquire them again. 
yeah. um, through your other means. And I would probably say most of your acquisition or your returning is probably done via organic or maybe through email, email. Um, yeah. or them just going direct, right? Or rituals, which is the secret yeah. and unknown usage of how to get customers to return. We are a ritual making machine over at Pixie Fair. And so, uh, yeah, we make rituals. And that way, um, you don't ha even have to communicate to the customer because they know that every Monday, something is special happening on our site that they're going to come participate in. And we do that yes. religiously. We have our Mod Doll Monday. We have our Freebie Friday. And then we have our 12 Days of Christmas uh, and other rituals that we, you know, we baked into our site so that people just know, hey, I, I know what's going on over there. And I know when I want to go back, um, regardless of whether right. I get reminded or not. So the ritual piece for oh, me that's is cool. a functionality of returning traffic. See, because, so for example, here's an example. Um, if you go to our website for the first time, you're given a pop-up uh, opt-in for our email, right? Everybody does that. And so I used to give away a couple free products. But then what I realized was, and I would give them this couple unique digital items. What I realized was we have a system called freebie friday where every friday we have one thing that's free on our site so and i do that every friday i do it for 52 weeks a year so then i realized all i need to really say to people is would you like 52 free items and that's way more compelling than two items so that's super smart my email was like great and honestly i didn't <laughs> this is the funny part i took those two free things that i was standing uh, in the free category to give away and put them back in our catalogs. <laughs> Actually, you know, so um, they didn't Got need more to be. stuff. So that's a no, that's that's cool. example of a ritual that you set up and you introduce, you indoctrinate your visitors into. So when the first time they come to my site, they learn about a ritual that benefits them with 52 weeks of free freebies, you know, free goodies. And so if that person is interested in my niche at all, I think that's, I mean, they're pretty hooked. Yeah. And that's no, how that's you turn great. a one-off person into a, into returning. Yeah. And, and the freebie Friday thing we do every week is specifically tied to um, a process that we use blogging for. And uh, we use blogging in contests a lot. And the contest piece is the other tie-in that we should, we could mention too, but yeah. Cool. Because it sort of sounds then like these things are built kind of into your brand. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you've got an opportunity to do, if you think about use case for blogging, if we just stick with the topic of mm -hmm. blogging, right? You've got a use case of what you said at the beginning was like SEO purpose. I want mm -hmm. traffic from the search engines. So I'm going to blog. Right. The other piece of it that is vital for blogging is, uh, the other use case is uh, brand uh, bonding, you know, bonding with your brand, brand cultivation in the mind of the customer. So, and the, you know, m most like if you're like I am, you go to a new website and you, you're like, nah, I've never been here before. Somehow I got here. Right. Who are these people? <laughs> you know, like, right. What, right. Where's their about me page? That's what I, I don't know why, but I always go to that first. I don't, it doesn't but matter. What you're it not is. alone. Like, that's like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, but that's, a, that's like the most popular, like, that's like the second or third most popular page on any website is like the about us, the about yeah. me, the who are these people? Because people yeah. want to know. Yeah. So that's really, I would, I mean, that's in a way that's 
creative writing like a blog is. So you say, you know, hey, this is about us uh, content. And that's your first opportunity to um, hold your brand out to a prospective customer and say, this is who we are. This is what we believe in. This is why we exist. This is what's important to us. And this is what we do here and how we do it. And, you know, we'd love to have you jump in with us. That, so to me, that's the other piece of blogging is you can unpack that, that brand persona in a blog for years to come. I mean, that you have, if you really think through your brand and you say, what's unique about us? And these are intangibles. I mean, it's like, what's unique about us? I don't know. We care about the Seahawks. And we're a local car dealership. Represent. But we're not a local car dealership. Represent. <laughs> um, but that's, so, you know, if you say that, then there you go. That's a, that's a unique attribute of a local business. And so every one of us as e-commerce sellers, if we haven't done that branding work to say, what's unique about my widget? Well, I'm selling it. And so what does that mean about it and me? Then, you know, but the blog is where you can unpack that. And what happens in effectively written blogs is like a, it's like a lightning rod uh, or a magnet that repels or attracts. So if you blog effectively on some of the more, what you might call controversial topics, um, you will polarize your audience. And it's actually a good thing. See, because to get people to come back to your site all the time, they have to actually click with you like and your brand. Mm-hmm. And if it's just so generic that there's no, there's no click, then they won't come back because they won't remember you because they didn't care about you because you didn't give them a reason to care. But if you say, for example, we sell this product and 10% of all of our proceeds go to uh, human trafficking causes because because we used to be missionaries in Bangladesh and we care so deeply about this topic. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, like you got a hundred customers that show yes. up. How many of them are going to be like, Oh, I'm all in on your deal. Now right. it might not be all of them. It shouldn't be all of them, but some of them will be, I'm all in with you so much. I'll be back every time you got a new product. I'll be back every time you do something on your website. And that's the mm-hmm. power of blogging is you polarize and that polarization um, brings people into your system in a really, really powerful long-term way. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's cool. So we kind of looked at the use case of acquiring uh, a new visitor, SEO, how to maybe write to uh, boost the brand for the returning visitor, bringing people back. So let's talk a little bit about how to specifically use blogging to actually sell product. Do you think, do you, do you do that now? And do you think that that's possible? Oh yeah. 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 I mean, obviously for e-commerce sellers, that's the, I guess that's the bottom that, line. That's the name of the game, right? It's, like you got, you got to make sales. It's called the bottom line for a reason. It's also called the top line. It's all the lines. Like you got to <laughs> sell the product or if you're not, then you are literally just a blogger and there's nothing wrong with right. that, but yeah. eventually you want to actually, you know, eat. Yep. 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 So there's, there's uh, two or three ways that are really powerful. Obviously, um, three things come to my mind immediately. So the first one is justifying the sale. So let's say that you've got a product that is maybe a little pricier than the competitors, or maybe it's a higher price point in general, like hundreds of dollars of price, you know, of cost to buy your product, or maybe it's just incrementally 
incrementally higher than your competitors, you know, like 20% more, then mm-hmm. how do you justify this, the sale? And uh, blogging is a brilliant way to justify the cost. You know, that thing I said about, you know, 10% of our profits go to mm-hmm. uh, whatever it is, uh, human trafficking. Well, you could write one blog article and get the, get people to your site and they're, they're dismissing the cost at that point in their mind because they've inserted value and missional purposes above the price point because they've believed in your business and what's behind it, the motivation. So, but in a way though, even that storyline, and I just made that up. I don't, you know, it's it's a cool storyline, but um, even that storyline um, justifies the cost and um, it, it, it enables customers to say, well, here's a reason why I would pay more. Um, and so for any sale, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why you have to say, here's why you should buy from us. And here's why you should pay more. You don't say, Hey, here's why we, we charge you more. You just say, here's the unique right. proposition. And um, it, uh, it reduces the focus on price if it's done right. So that's justifying. The second use case I would say is upselling. Um, Upselling Mm -hmm. is a brilliant use of blogging. So, um, you know, you'd be surprised how many people come to an e-commerce website and we get a lot of people on our, on our site. They don't know. They don't even know what's on your website. (laughs) They don't. It's true. You, you think in your mind, everything on your website for sale is obvious and clear to all the customers. But how they come to your website, they come from all kinds of weird links and directions and yeah. SEO. They, half the time, that, they don't even know what's on your website. <laughs> right. In fact, that's actually one of the, the challenges that a lot of people in e-commerce discuss. And it's, it's called product discoverability, right? Because yep. if you're at a physical store and you're wandering down the aisles to find whatever product you're looking at, you're seeing right in front of you all of the other products that are displayed or if there's a nice big you know, front end display that, you know, is all set up and captures your attention. That's product discoverability. That's much harder to do on e-commerce. Yep, absolutely. So blogging effectively is a systematic way in which this could um, solve that problem. You know, so you can, you can create a whole blog series that basically describes who we are, what we do, what we offer, when our new products come out, why we're launching new products, Mm -hmm. pre-selling, you know, I mean, upselling is one use. Pre-selling would be another use. Right. I guess there's a second one. Then um, cross-selling sure. would be, you know, right. another one on top of it. So you have yeah, got this product, but then you've got a whole content piece that says, well, here are the options. Now, there's something, you know, called the paradox of choice where you actually can confuse people pretty quickly and they'll become mm-hmm. paralyzed uh, if you don't do it smartly. But if done right then you've given your new visitors sort of an orientation, sort of like the, the announcer at the ballpark, you know, like, Hey, you know, here's, here's what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can clarify with people uh, through blogs and it's, if it's done well, it's not salesy. Right. You know? Right. Um, right. Good blog copy is not salesy copy. Even effective sales copy is not salesy copy. And um, there's a real, there's, there are pieces of that that are important. And we will, in this month's training, we'll go into all that, how to write for 
effect. So, yeah, no, that's cool. I can't think of the name of the company right now, but there was a company that took like e-commerce products and kind of put them into like a visual selling uh, format. Uh, and the example would be, so they put out a blog with that blog would actually have an embedded image of a bunch of different products that they would put together. Say it was like a bedroom, right? A be like oh, yeah. our designer picked this bedroom and they put it all together and designed it, right? But then each of the pieces are linkable yep. to clicks to um, that actual yep. product on the site. Yep. So they're actually trying to encourage, they're not selling the product. I mean, they are, but they're showing you what's possible yes. by putting, having a designer do that and then talk about the design, you know, whatever in the blog. Yeah, we do that on our site as well. We, I mean, we have a whole exactly. section that's called cinnamon's favorite things. And so the, the cool part about that um, section of our site is that can include uh, e-commerce product on your own site. It can, you can also just use it to transcend your site and send people to other product through affiliate marketing links. And, uh, and right. who cares kind of like this is good for our customers. So we'll send people there, you know, to buy something, even right. though it's not an affiliate link kind of opportunities as well. Yeah. No, sure. that's cool. Yeah. And I have seen people use like the blog pre, I mean, it's literally just a blog. It's pretty text heavy where they would use that to pre-sell a product. So even paid traffic, yeah. instead of going to the product page, we yeah. actually send them to a blog article that yeah. would tell the story that would relate a particular thing. And then at the bottom of that article, guess what? There's a link then to the product that they well, can go and you use that. Yeah. I mean, I, Ezra Firestone, I think is the one who uses that for a lot of his, uh, you know, advertising strategy. He sends people through paid ads to his long form educational content. Right. I mean, it's, it's, pre, it's warm up content. I believe that's how yeah. his model works that he, that he really describes. Yeah. At one, so. at one point, I think he was doing that. I think what, like, I think he changed is it Agora? I think, yeah, no, he, I think he's always testing stuff, yeah. but I think Agora, right. is a huge publishing yep. company and they are, they're experts at nailing yep. the pre-sell content yep. uh, blog piece of it so yeah. yeah they're great so we'll work through all that uh, stuff in the uh in the course this month yeah we'll dive into all that stuff that's, no, a great that, that's that's awesome no i'm, I'm excited about this now because i was like okay i'm thinking about different ways okay what articles and what kind of content could i be blogging yeah. about um so that's cool now the question is how do i make this work well with shopify because when i think of blogging i don't really think my shopify website is an amazing blogging tool yeah how can we make that work well, yeah. So it's a good question. So, uh, Shopify has a blog function. <laughs> you know, it's like, you well, know, that, so that's one way. Step one, it has blog. a blog function. Um, and, uh, the reason we're teeing this topic up is because we've had inner circle members ask us about blog functionality. So I did a poll recently and, um, many people, mo you know, several people who responded, their response was, Nope, I haven't even set it up. So, you know, right. that, so step one, understand what Shopify offers in terms of, you know, functionality. Now I will say that, um, you know, I, I'm opinionated in the extreme about blog, uh, tools and I've tried quite a few of them. I think my first blog was on blogger and then I moved to wordpress.com and then wordpress.org blogs. I've tried a few different things. Um, Shopify has its own quirks, call it features, but the, I, I would call them weird functions, but it works. <laughs> and um, it, so you just, but you do have to, there's a little bit of nuance in terms of how you set up a Shopify right. blog compared to just if you're used to WordPress, for example. Yeah. So sure. we'll also, 
I realize that for Udemy purposes, we'll probably market this whole topic just as blogging for e-commerce. And so the whole focus yeah. will not be Shopify. Nonetheless, for right, right. our students, it is Shopify they run on and that's why they follow us. And so we will do a whole module on how to optimize your Shopify technology to, um, yeah. to make your blogging but happen. Yeah. You could. But you could use your WordPress site for blogging and use sure. Shopify sure. for checkout and the whole thing. There, there are ways that you can make them work together, especially if you already probably had a WordPress blog that you started on. Yep. You were getting traction. You're getting traffic yep. to it and stuff like that. And maybe it doesn't make sense to blow that up and kind of go to uh, only on Shopify. So those are some things I think we'll definitely dive into in our training, how to make that happen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and uh, Shopify is real savvy about what uh features and benefits they offer that integrate and so you know there's that you can in essence sell product on any website now with the shopify buttons and then you just so you you don't even have the shopify website present you just have the shopify cart via buttons embedded on your well you know wordpress site or whatever so yeah that are super cool now i saw in our inner circle group you posted that you got 23,252 blog comments in 12 days. The last why don't you, in the last 12 days, yeah, why don't you uh, talk about that a little bit? Because that seems crazy to me. I know, right? <laughs> that's a big number, right? That's a big number. I wonder, I like, wonder, you know, myself. most people are like, I got 25, I got 25 people yeah. to comment on my blog. Like, that's a big deal. Like 25,000. I wondered when I was adding it up how many websites on the internet in the last 12 days got 23,000 comments. I bet you it puts me in the stratosphere. Um, oh, I'm sure. You know, so yeah. There's yeah, plenty yeah, of websites that would like to have actually 23,000 visitors in 12 days, let alone blog yeah. comments. Yeah, I'm happy to talk about how we did it. I'm, in no, I'm happy to yeah, review it. I think it would be. I think it would be cool. Why don't you spill okay. the beans here? Behold, the beans are, are being spilled. Um, yeah, so uh, it goes back to what we've been talking about. We create rituals on Pixie Fair. And the ri- one of the rituals we created years ago was uh, the 12 days of Christmas. And so the way it works is pretty straightforward, and it's pretty effective. And um, so I'll describe it for you. Basically, what... What we, what we know about our customers is that Christmas Day is the day when many of our customers get a new doll because we're in the doll clothes pattern niche. Who knew there was a niche that was doll clothes patterns, but there is. Um, and so a lot of moms, your wife maybe comes to mind, you know, um, yeah. have a lot of daughters and a lot of grandmas are out there and they're all giving dolls to each other. And then they're all saying, what clothes does this doll have? How do you find clothes for these dolls? Are there patterns for these clothes that we want to make? And so January is our biggest month of the year for that reason. So we, we wanted to have some kind of Christmassy giveaway. And we really liked the idea when we were brainstorming what ritual we could create, we realized that we could create 12 days of Christmas. And the, as I understand, and I'm not a history expert, but as I understand it, the 12 days of Christmas was Christmas. And then the 12 days after it, so that's what we decided to do. Not the 12, not prior to Christmas. We do ours after Christmas. Right. So um, Christmas right. day is the first day. And so what we engineered was basically 12 days of contests and they're just comment contests. 
And so for the 12 days of contests, we have special unique prizes. And on the first day, it's one prize that someone wins. The second day, it's two prizes. And the third day, it's three prizes. Well, so by the 12th day, it's 12 prizes. And we work with all of our partners that publish on Pixie Fair to come up with all the prizes. And so what we've done is we've kind of made this almost like Christmas winter wonderland of giveaways where it's like mm-hmm. six people win this and four people will win this. I mean, we, we double up, you know? So it's like, you know, nice. so there's a, just a pile of giveaways. And so that's the prize. And then the simple entry method is comment on the blog post. And so what we realized was here's the, here's where it gets interesting to us. And I'll give you one example. Um, you know, first thing you do when you do a blog contest, comment contest is you say, well, what do you ask people to say on the blog (laughs) as their entry method? So I love Jason. Yeah. He's the best marketer I've ever seen. Yeah. So those types of contests get old real fast. So, but yeah. what we realized we, we could do was we could use these blog contests to get intelligence about our customers. So, right. um, and so what we do is we engineer the questions to try to get maximum information out of the comments. And so, for example, um, online classes is a big deal to us on our site. So we have a question um, what is your favorite class on Pixie Fair or which one would you like to see us offer if we don't offer what you'd like? Now that does two things. If they have taken a class, they can give a recommendation. Oh, I love the design Academy social proof mm-hmm. for all the other readers. Or if they haven't taken any class, they would be like, well, I'd like to see you offer how to do, I don't know, barbecue instruments for dolls i don't know whatever so um so they give us ideas now some of those ideas are brilliant ideas and you know like in you know for classes some of the ideas will be like whoa that's a great idea um some of some of the people will say well i think you should do this class and we're like we already do that class (laughs) we don't say that but other people do for us and then so see that so if you've got, so for example, uh, and I'll just do the rundown real quick, but um, on the 25th of December, we had 2,211 comments on that day's contest. On the 26th, we only had 1,238. On the 27th, it bounced up to 1,653. On the 28th, we had 2,971. And then it just goes from there. Um, our biggest day was uh, 3,040 comments in a single day. And every one of those comments is helpful to our business in some way. We're learning something or our customers are, you know, sharing with each other. Yeah. So that's, that's 23,000 comments in the last 12 days. And today is the 12th day. And today, when I looked early this morning, it was only, it was 590. That'll probably be two or 3000 comments by the end of the day. So that 23,000 will probably be closer to 25,000 comments. Yeah. And, and honestly, any business on any e-commerce business on the internet could copy that idea, adapt it to your own business. I mean, you won't threaten me by doing that. Um, you knock yourself out. So yeah. And customers love it. That's very cool. 
Yeah, so. no, that's very cool. I love the idea of just kind of transforming your blog, not only into this one directional content channel, yep. but actually creating the dialogue with your customers and, and using it to learn and adapt and serve them better. I think that that's really, really smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you 100%. That's why I love blogging. It's a fun, fun topic. And this month, we're going to really make sure my goal with this training is that everybody who takes it in our inner circle program or, you know, in the future, when we publish it on Udemy, every person actually takes an action step to set up a, a blog post that does good for their business. And if I can coach you through that first step or through a theme of topics for your blog, then we will have uh, succeeded because it will help your e-commerce business. Yeah. Super cool. So how would, if somebody's going to be watching this either on Facebook or later, how would they get access to this training that for this month? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, inner circle program winning on Shopify.com is our uh, website and so jump in there, join our inner circle program. Our inner circle program, in my view, is, and we've been told by some of our participants, it's ridiculously cheap. Like the value we give to our inner circle, I feel like for 19 bucks a month is a killer screaming deal. And um, so 19 bucks a month, jump into the inner circle program. Obviously, you could just join for a month if you want. You actually get all the prior training. So you get a huge, huge amount of value. And um, so that's easy. That's winning on Shopify.com. And then we'll probably have this published by, uh, you know, sometime in February, I would think on Udemy. Right. Yeah. So. Nah, super cool. Speaking yeah. of Udemy, uh, last month we talked about where to sell online and we looked at multi-channel uh, retail yeah. options that are out there, right? Like yeah, being yeah, a yeah. multi-channel seller. Uh, any news like, so it's people in our inner circle, they've already kind of consumed it and are working through it and are yeah. working through the worksheets and are trying to apply it to their business. What about everybody else? Yeah. Uh, it's a great question. So I think we're going to have it ready to look, to go live this weekend. So it's where to sell Very online. Cool. Um, and the where to sell online topic is I'm super pumped about it because I've got to be honest, right? You know, like if you go, <laughs> If you go look anywhere, Udemy or YouTube or wherever, and you look for training on whatever, Facebook ads or Instagram or any topic, there's just, you know, a million options. Uh, I've never seen any training like this that really helps sellers optimize their sales channel strategy. It's the deep end of the swimming pool, I guess. Maybe it's because that's why no one else is doing it, but it's not... It's right. not actually complicated. You just have to have a training that's logical that helps people work through where do I sell online and why do I sell there and how do I optimize my sales channel strategy? And that's what the whole gist of the training right. is. Yeah. So. Very cool. Very cool. Yep. 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 I love it. No, that's awesome. I think it's, uh, it's super cool that people have access to it now, even on, on Udemy. And we just encourage you, you know, one thing that we uh, offered, I think, was to kind of do some coaching with people that had actually completed the, um, the worksheet, right? Yeah. And walk them through and get clarity. So if, if you're watching this and you do end up buying it on Udemy, 
um, the offer still stands. You just need to reach out um, through the Udemy platform uh, when you when you have it, and we'll be happy yeah. to jump on a call and kind of walk through that with you. So. Yeah. The biggest opportunity, and just if you're not familiar with what we're talking about, this whole idea of this training is, I think, Kyle, you were the one who heard from Channel Advisor, over 200 viable marketplaces now for online sellers to choose from on the internet. So massive Sorry. choices as e-commerce yeah, sellers huge. and it's only going higher. You know I mean? That next year, two years from now, that'll yeah. be 500 or whatever. And so it means that each one of us has to have a battle plan. Where do we sell? Right. Why do we sell there? And how do we systematically keep our eyes open to new opportunities so that we really are as dialed in as possible in terms of our sales channel strategy. Yeah. So that's the whole gist of the, yeah, the training. Cool, uh, man. Very cool. No, it's been good. It's been good fun. I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting excited about blogging, right? Like, okay. and that, that is a, that in and of itself is like a miraculous feat. So, uh, cause it's not <laughs> something that usually go like, yes, blogging. Talk to it's you. We're like, it. oh yeah, blogging. But yeah, no, I, I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Now I think about ways I can implement this. So secret sauce, my brother, secret sauce, you know, it's in, in a way, I mean, it's, I think if you look at the big sites on the internet, they've got a, a blogging strategy that's dialed in. And if you want to be a big e-commerce yeah. seller, you want to work through this topic for sure and really maximize it as an opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, we wrapping this up. Very, very cool. I think so. We're right on time. I think we said an hour and we are pretty close. So good deal. Good deal. I think we're good. All right. So looking well, forward to connecting with everybody again next week um, here on this Facebook Live. And we'll, have, uh, we'll probably talk a little bit more about blogging, I would imagine, um, as we work through yep. the month. But we may not. We may decide well, there's something super cool that just Crypto. pops up that we want to uh, <laughs> tackle to. But you never know. You never know. <laughs> Might we might do a little crypto show here, here, or there, somewhere soon. Yeah, yeah, Stay yeah. tuned. Um, but yeah, we're we're excited. It's going to be cool, and this has been a lot of fun, man. No doubt. All right, buddy. We'll see you next time. And if you're watching this, appreciate you hanging out with us. All right, sounds good. Uh, you're watching it via replay. Thanks for watching it, um, and be sure to tune in for next time. And uh, hit us up on Winning on Shopify to uh, consider uh, joining Inner Circle and then also for all the content we have there. Yes, we do blog there. So you can go check out the articles there as well. So, all right, buddy, later. All right, see you guys later, bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the e-commerce leader. Hey, don't forget to subscribe because when you do, you'll get notified. And next time you log into your podcast player, you'll see our latest episode nestling at the top of your lists. Thanks again for listening. Oh,